0: How's everyone feeling tonight though? Yeah, this is the, as you, may, you might know, this is the last search surg- session. I was trying to hear a bit more of the ah, oh. you know, because I've, I've enjoyed myself personally. You know, it started off with, um, I think, Simon. Simon coming to just turn this whole place upside down. <laughs> as he normally does. <laughs> um, And ever since then, every single week has been a blessing. So me, I've really reaped a lot from it. And I just hope and I pray that it's the same with everyone sitting here tonight. Amen. And you know, tonight will be no different because we have a very wonderful speaker in our midst and she's here to impart her wisdom and what she knows and her knowledge as well onto each and every single one of us. I've had the privilege to hear her speak a couple of times. You know, some occasions you might have not even noticed me being there, but, you know, I've been there. So, um, it's just a pleasure to have her here tonight. And like I said, it's, re- it's the last session, so make sure you're really just plucking from this as much as you can. Amen? Uh, so, without further ado, I'm just going to invite Lois here. Oh, we can do better than that. We can do better than that. Come on. Okay. <laughs> No chance, no chance. So yeah, she's a you know she works with the students um, at Holy Trinity Church. Um, I think she just heads spearheads that essentially, um, and yeah, she's a blessing to them. And I think even during the summer, we we had um, a students gathering. So when most of you went back home, some of us you were still here, you know. And um, it was it was a it was a, a real privilege to see just how um. You know, just just her nature. When you when you spend s- just a few minutes around her, you get a real sense of you know. Uh, Somebody says I've never told you before, but <laughs> it's all coming out now. Um, she, she's she's uh, she's got a really uh, I'd say bubbly personality, but in her in a very unique way. Because not every bubbly personality is like all fully expressed. If that makes sense, but you really get that sense of. Uh, Um, and just the way she cares about each and every single one of those kids um, back at Holy Trinity, you know, and I saw that with my own two eyes during the summer. So, like I said, I really want every one of you to just, you know, be able to be intentional tonight and really try to pluck from what she's here to offer to us. Amen. Let's give it one more time for Lois.
1: Thank you very much. No, but it's being recorded though, right? I won't dis Wale while I've got this on. Um, but thank you very much, that was a, well, wow, probably one of the most humbling introductions I've had. Thank you. Um, so for those of you that don't know me, I'm, I feel like I've met some of you or seen some of you in the ho Chunti office with Wale. Um, my name is Lois and I'm the student worker of ho Um I've been in Leicester for nine or 10 years, can't remember which, um, came as a student to DMU Um, and since then did an internship and now lead the student community there. Um, Been leading it for about five to six years I think, can't actually really remember, it feels like a long time Um, but I'm really excited that Wallace has asked me just to come and share something on community um, because that's something that I am really passionate about and that's something that I um, love seeing groups of students uh, do really well Um, and so what I would love you to do is just to turn to the person next to you um, and just say what you think community is, like what does the word mean um and then what do you kind of see community as being <clears throat> so i hope you've just been able just to share what your kind of thoughts on community are um, and hopefully in just a few things that i have to share that that some of that might match up um, so what i did to start this off was to say, see what the dictionary said about community which i thought was a good place to start so the dictionary says that community is a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common a group of people living together and practicing common ownership and the condition of sharing or having certain attitudes and interests in common. Um, so that's what the dictionary says about the word community. Um, but I think that us as Christians, we can bring something so much more to that word community um, through the way in seeing how Jesus lives and how Jesus does community. Um, And so there is, as we see from that, a greater ownership. So everybody has to own their part in a community. Um, And there's a famous theologian called Bonhoeffer, which says, the person who loves their dream of community will destroy community. But the person who loves those around them will create community, Um, which I'll go into a bit later on. Um, But I thought that was just really interesting. So if you look around, I'm sure we've all come from different places, we've all grown up in different places. Um, Our thoughts on communities might be slightly different. Um, The communities that we're in, apart from imprint, might be different. Um, And you look around different cities and neighbourhoods, some people do community really well. um, And some people, quite sadly, communities don't really work. And a community is definitely shaped by the people that are in that community. and as Christians, as I said, I think we have the potential to make communities so much more than what they actually are. Um, we have the opportunity to transform community and transform the culture around us. When we truly believe in Jesus and follow the ways that he did community, we can take that um, into the places that we are, into the places of influence um, and influence them. Um, as Christians, we want to see people live live long, fuller of lives, um, full of joy. We want people to feel included and loved and at home um, and most importantly we want to see people come into relationship with their Heavenly Father and when you bring that into a place of community you can't help but see transformation and I think the first thing that I say about I think about community that is really fundamental um, is love it's probably quite cliche um, but actually if we don't have love for our brothers and sisters if we don't have love for the people in the community things will be really difficult and, really hard. Um, and Loving someone is really easy. Loving someone is a choice. Um, so Josh and I have recently uh, just got married in September. Um, thank you. And so since then, I actually learned even more of what it means to love somebody. That it's a choice. That some days we annoy each other, uh, but we have to choose to still love each other. Um, and it means us asking the questions of people. If we're loving people, we're asking how they are, how they're doing. Um, I've spent. If, like me most of you might say to someone oh how are you doing and you'll get a response like yeah I'm good thanks how are you Or, yeah like, I'm busy but no I'm okay um, and actually loving someone is being okay to be disturbed for our day to be interrupted um, and for us to sit down with somebody and actually hear how their day is going because I think quite often people aren't fine people aren't okay um, and we have to be willing to put our agenda aside to really love somebody um, and in that have quite sometimes awkward conversations with people. Um, In kind of doing my job, well I don't know how many hundreds of students I would have met over the years um, but in that I've definitely had my fair share of awkward conversations where you're you know you've got a bank of questions that you ask you go through those questions you're like okay we're now in the reserve bank of questions and you're like okay now we're really really scraping the barrel Um, but actually having those conversations with people is really good having those awkward conversations are really necessary um, and when we look at Jesus and how he did things, um, he really loved people. He stopped what he was doing um, and went a- went against the culture to really love people, like the woman at the well. Um, he just stopped in the middle of the day um, and told her about her life. He really loved her in a way that other people really didn't. Um, and we see that in Jesus dying on the cross for us, like what you just can't fathom the love that God has for us in sending his only son to die um, so we can live in freedom and relationship with Jesus. Um, and someone said this the other day, I'm not actually sure who it is, who it was, um, but they said, we don't truly know how to love somebody unless we love our enemies. It's really easy to love our friends and love the people that we get on with because we're similar. We like the same things. We laugh at the same things. Um, we like hanging out together. But actually, do we truly know how to love those people that we find really difficult? Those people that like really, really annoy you. Um, those people that they talk and you're instantly slightly angered. You're like, why are they here? Um, but actually, do we actually know how to love them really well? Because that love will take a lot more personal perseverance and a lot more strength um, than just loving like our best friend um, and one thing I love about love um, is that it's actually really crucial in everything that we do and um, love transforms situations it transforms places um, and being a Christian the love that we have is different to other people's love and um, we love how Jesus loved. We we long to love people how Jesus loved them, how Jesus sees them, um, to see people step into more of what God has for them. Um, and that means us doing random things. That means us doing uh, probably things that are quite county-cultural. Um, and it's really helpful, I think, in loving someone to tell them about something about them that you love. Um, it can feel, again, awkward because I don't think as a culture and as a generation, we do that very well. Um, and we all do that differently. Um, so what I would love you to do is turn to the person next to you again and just tell them something that you love about them something that um maybe you've recognized in them um but just kind of say something And if you don't know each other say hello um but um yeah just tell them something you love about them so cool i hope you've had opportunity just to share a little bit of love in the room um and I encourage you to to do that for people who aren't actually here this evening, um, to tell somebody um, what you love about them. If you see something that you love about somebody, some that they've had an impact on you, or you know people around you, or you see them doing something really well. Um, just like ST kind of honoured me as I came up here, like no idea that he kind of had noticed that about me. Um, but actually it's it's just really it's blessed me so thank you very much um so be a blessing to other people show them love um and another real way of kind of doing community really well I think is shared life and it kind of for me just follows on from loving people really well um because sharing your life doesn't just mean sharing the nice parts it means sharing the nitty-gritty parts as well um and so when I was a student, so I think I was in my third year, um, one of my friends was having a party and a first year who I'd met at church, I just asked her if she wanted to get ready at my house um, and then we'd go to the party together. Just got on with her, like didn't think anything else of it other than she was cool, like got on, let's do it. Um, but she told me several years ago, she's now actually my best friend. Um, she told me several years ago that she was so excited that a third year had invited her around her house. She like <laughs> rang her mum and was like, mum, oh my goodness you never believe a third year has asked me around her house um and I didn't know that that what impact that had on her because to me I was like we get on we hang out like it's natural um but to her it had a really big impact on her and another time so when I was a student worker um I had three students around my house um and I do that kind of throughout the year just to kind of bless students Um, and these three girls one of them they're all in first year one of them was in catered her food was apparently quite minging so hadn't really eaten much um, another one of the girls was really lonely um, and the other girl was one of their friends so I was like come around my house for dinner like I'll cook you something it was probably for heaters because that's the main thing I know how to cook um Temi probably knows that or spag bol they're the only two things really I can cook well um and so had them around my house like picked them up from odeby uh, in my car and then had, had them around for dinner had a good chat great evening took them home Um, but didn't actually realize until several months later um, that they all said the only reason why they stayed in the community is because they felt loved um, and that I'd taken time to have them around my house for dinner Um, and again for me I was just sharing life with them I was just eating with them um, just hanging out with them getting to know them but it had a really big impact on them and so there could be things that you've you're doing um, in your community that you are loving people really well. You're including people in what you're doing. Um, you're supporting them. You're encouraging them. Um, and I want to encourage you to do that and to keep doing that. Um, if you're hanging out and going out for coffee with a friend, and you know there's maybe somebody in the community that might be a fringe member, might kind of you might see them every now and again. You don't necessarily know them well. Um, invite them along for coffee as well. Um, don't be afraid to be kind of put out of your situations um, because. Some sometimes it can be a bit awkward to share life with people um, and uh, and so I've loved hearing kind of the stories of Imprint and what you guys have been doing like just hearing the stories that Wally says is just like amazing um, like I'm really blessed by all the things I hear that you guys are doing um, which is amazing and um, And I just want to encourage you to kind of keep going and keep using your giftings that God's given you to share life um, with your friends and share life with the community around you. Um, And as I said, it's not just surface level stuff, sharing life. It's actually the nitty gritty. Um, It's that part of loving someone to then um, for your day to be interrupted. It's actually being honest with someone like actually my day is pretty rubbish like I really need to chat right now or I've got this major thing going on I'm suffering with this um, just issue that's going on for me kind of uh, an illness or whatever it might be Um, be the first person to be vulnerable with a friend because no doubt you're all probably going through similar things or have gone through similar things but sometimes it takes for a brave person to speak up and say I'm struggling with this this is going on for me and for then other people to be able to be vulnerable. Um, and if you're Christian, like if you're a Christian in the room, you might find that um, your friends come to you for advice because your advice will be different uh, to those who aren't yet Christians. Um, I've had that recently, probably for the first time, so it's probably why it's like come to my mind as I was writing this that this girl sort of don't really know her, it's like a friend of a friend, but she basically contacted me um, and said, I really need to talk to you. Um, And when I met with her, she was like, "It's because you're a Christian and I know your viewpoint will be slightly different to my friends. And I know the advice that you will give me will be different and probably advice that I should probably follow more than my friends. And so that I was like, that's really interesting um, that people who don't yet know Jesus see us as Christians and know that we'll give sound advice. Um, And one way to kind of help uh, in terms of asking the nitty gritty questions, um, can you just hold that up? So this is called like a discipleship deck, (laughs) modelled very well. So this is by Fusion, don't know if you've heard of Fusion. Um, They're a student kind of movement that do student resources for students all over the country, all over the world. Um, And this is called a discipleship deck. It's basically a deck of cards um, that has four different types of question on it depending on the suit it is um, and the different questions are a enable you to ask questions of your friends some people might not find it easy to ask kind of okay so how is this going on for you what are you doing here um, but actually in using these cards it's like it's not me that's asking it, it's the cards <laughs> and actually we've we've used it as a community at hoi Um, And so so many of the students have had incredible conversations with their housemates who aren't yet Christians. Some of them are like, can you get those cards out? Like, can we we do that again tonight? Because I really enjoy it. Um, And so find ways to be vulnerable, find ways to share life, um, find ways to inconvenience yourselves um, for loving other people. Um, And in that, be accountable. So be accountable to your friends check in with your friends um so like yes yeah, so this is going on for me at the minute but also check up on your friends to so you say i know you're struggling with this how is it going um because we need to be accountable for our for our actions and our words um i don't know about you but i can sometimes say yeah i'm going to do that uh, and then i if i know nobody's going to ask me i'm like will i do it is it going to cause me a bit of discomfort probably so i probably won't do it um but actually being accountable with each other is really important um and it's something that will build our character as well as building other people's characters um we need to be all out living all out for jesus and we need to be the same person on a sunday as the same person maybe when we're out with our friends um we need to be accountable to our friends and to jesus about that um i'm just checking the time um, and just another thing is uh, i think comes in hand in hand with all of that is honoring people so in terms of you just saying to someone next to you this is what i love about you it's really great to honor people um, it really builds uh people up it builds uh, character it builds community it builds a culture um, i don't know if you've heard the phrase culture of honor and it's actually um so as a staff team at holy trinity we're very good at having banter there's always loads of banter but it actually got to a stage once where we're like okay we're actually crossing the line more than what we realize in and it's going from banter to probably a bit more than that a bit kind of a bit risky so actually we had to like bring it back and had to be like okay how do we create a culture of honor how do we honor people in our team um in our community um and doing that, like speaking to people really well, like saying, like saying to Walla, like he does a great job in kind of leading um, Imprint and saying to him like, Wale, you're an incredible leader. You've done this amazingly. And if he's listened to this, Wale, I think that. Um, and also just saying to people, actually do you know what? you led that really well. Like, I don't know, but I can see this gifting in you. I don't know if you can see it yourself, but I see it in you. Um, the other week I was listening to a podcast by Fusion um, and there's two people on there. So a guy called Luke and someone called Miriam. Um, and so Miriam is now like a worldwide speaker um, and Luke is her boss. Um, but Luke used to be her student worker when she was a student. And they were talking about um, honouring people and talking about um, how to bring stuff out of people, how to people for people to realize their giftings and their talents. Um, And he said what he used to do with his students is if he saw something, he'd be like, do you know what, Adrian, you're great at this, you're really friendly, you're great at welcoming. Um, And on that, like, as they would talk about it, Miriam was like, Oh, my word, you did that to me. And like they've known each other for years. And in that moment, she realized that he said to her, you're someone who brings community. You're the glue to loads of different people in this community. Um, And you do that really well and so because somebody saw that in her and spoke that out she then was like right I need to do this I need to carry on doing this if I'm the glue I need to find those people that are on the fringe and I need to bring them in I need to create that culture Um, and so in seeing things in people and speaking it out and telling them is really good to do Um, and on that so last week I was in Costa um, and some Costas I think are run well some are quite you know a bit messy but I was just in one and it was so busy but the queue was moving like quite quickly Um, and I just felt prompted by the Holy Spirit just to tell the person that was serving me which happened to be the manager that they were doing a really good job and I was like I know this might sound weird but I just want to say to you like you're doing a really good job like this like I've been served really quickly this is happening really quickly you've got a tight ship here and uh, she was just really blessed she was like thank you so much I, I'm rushed off my feet I feel really stressed but thank you for telling me um and so listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit um is the Holy Spirit you know putting someone as I'm talking in your mind for you to be like I need to tell them that they're really good at this or I need to say thank you to this person for doing this and um, I encourage you to do that um and also in terms of uh honoring oh no oh that's why I'm there we go um and so yeah so is there somebody that you can say that to um we honor people when we celebrate their gifts their personality and calling when we put others needs before our own we honor them with our words in front of them and when they're not present we realize the true value of each person's contribution to the community we pray for them through all circumstances creating a culture of honor is so important in a community it shows you can speak well of each other that you can build each other up with your words and through what is god saying to you and asking you to do and um, so what i'd love so i think there well what i said there was definitely going to be a break in a bit yep yeah. Perfect. Um, so it'd be good for to have a bit of a break now. And just in this break, um, maybe it's someone who isn't here tonight that uh, God has just put on your heart um, for you to message and for you to say, thank you for this, or you're great at this. Someone that God's just put on your heart to honour. Maybe someone in the room. Um, so just during the break, um, as you're kind of chatting, um, think about who that is, who you can maybe send a message to, who after this you can call and say, you're ace. Um, but yeah, so have a break and then we'll come back and i'll share a few more thoughts awesome so i'll just come for a bit and then i know that what i said something about having some questions afterwards so i'll share a couple more thoughts and then give space if anyone has any questions um but before i carry on would anyone like this discipleship deck is anyone going to use it okay I was not I was not expecting okay we need to do some kind of competition here what can we do to how do I do this I have one okay okay I'm okay what I'll do I'll think of a number from one to ten and then you have to say a number and if it's whoever's nearest will get it is that fair? Okay. Hang on, hang on. Let me think of a number. We'll say 10. We'll say 10. Okay. Oh, wait. So how many people are in the play, actually? Hands up again. Who's in play? Who's, like, the final? Okay, we'll go to 1 to 15. So, quite, what, one, so I'll think of a number, and then we'll go around. If you say it, you've got it. Okay, I've got the number. No, Wait, sadly not. One to, 1 to 15. You want me to say that? Yes, say a number. 12. No. Or well, you say and then I'll say after it afterwards. Yeah. Five. Is there anyone else? No. It was number five. <laughs> <laughs> But you can also, all of you get your hands on one from the Fusion website. They also do ones that are called DMC decks as well. So another pack. Um, It was the 5th because that's my birthday on the 5th. Awesome. Well, be blessed by that pack. I hope it works like you can use it with your friends. Um, So another thing I kind of wanted to have a look at is welcome. Um, Because for me, um, a welcome into a community is really important. Um, And a welcome for everybody looks really different. Um, One thing that you think of a welcome is probably when you have church in here on a Sunday uh, and as someone comes through the door, who is there to welcome them? What kind of welcome and introduction to imprint do they get? Um, In that circumstance, I think um, one of the hardest things that we can do in being in a community probably one though probably one of the easiest things that can happen is that we can get um quite cliquey and quite we know our friends we've been here for a while like we know that we can go we can just rock up we can see our friends like the chat is easy we don't have to stress too much um but actually what that can create is that can create little cliques and we can actually forget to welcome those people that are new we can forget to think about okay this might be someone's first time i don't think i've seen them before Or i've seen them maybe once like several months ago um, I'm going to go and say hello to them when I was a student I was in um, well what I would now know as being a clique um, my student work at the time said to me she's like Lois I feel like your kind of group of friends are just a bit cliquey um, like you just do a lot together not many other people involved well that she really got my back up and I was like how dare you say I'm part of a clique, I am not part of a clique, I'm going to show you that I'm not part of a clique, so I then we then started invited loads of friend, loads of other people to what we were doing and I was like oh I've just played into the hands of the student worker, I did what she wanted me to do and to prove that I wasn't in a clique and invite other people in um, which, which worked um, but in the first place we shouldn't have been in that circumstances um, and so just watch out for kind of for cliques to happen um, because that can be a really easy thing to to do Um, and so because that's easy one of the hardest things can then be um, to find those people that are new, find those people that are on the fringes um, and welcome them. Because as I said earlier, um, having an awkward conversation isn't always that pleasant, especially if you've had a rough day, a rough week. You just wanna come to church, be with your friends, um, worship God, you don't wanna have to welcome someone new. Um, But actually, um, you probably have a welcome team, I don't know, But I want to say that you're all the welcomers, no matter if it is your role for the evening, that you're all the welcome team. Um, You're a part of the community of imprint and so it's your role to then welcome new people into it. Um, uh, And to love that I've put on here, love the newbies like Jesus loves them. because Jess, if I didn't uh, kind of take her under my wing and hang out with her, um, she wouldn't have probably been my best friend now, um, Because, but because I saw her um, and noticed that she was new, went to speak to her, um, we then became really good friends. Um, and so what comes along with um, welcome is how do you welcome them into the community, not just on a Like face-to-face value when you see them for the first time Um, but how are you hospitable to them how are you including them in the things that you're doing Um, and one way to build through um, community is through food I don't know about you but I love food and food is included in a lot of things that I do Um, and uh, eating together is one of the main things that Jesus did Um, like Food, I, f- I feel, is so central to, like, Jesus' ministries because whatever he was doing, I feel like there was food involved at some stage. Um, and it's always a winner. Um, for me, it's fajitas and it is spag bol, as I said. They are the two winners for me. For you, it's probably something different. Um, but I want you to think about who you're eating food with, who is around your dining room table, so to speak. Um, your dining room table might look different to you to one person it does the other you might not have a dining room table so it might be like a breakfast bar it might be a little coffee table it might be a rug on the floor um but who are you having around for dinner who are you sharing that part of your life with is god asking you to uh, to invite somebody around your house to share that part of your life with um so what does your dining room table look for you look like to you. Um, Your students, so your homes might change every single year while you're here um, and sometimes they might not feel like homes, it might just feel like a place that you live Um, but actually you can create a place of home, create a place that people come and people can feel peaceful, can feel loved, can feel welcomed. Um, A place that students can come to, your friends can come to and know that they can just be themselves. Um, and a place where um, they can encounter the Holy Spirit. Um, So pray for your houses to be those places of peace. Pray for your houses that as soon as your friends step through the door that they encounter the Holy Spirit they know something is different about your house. Um, When I was an intern I lived on Oldswater Street which is just around here Um, and uh, the house that I lived in was Mm, slightly less than desirable in the one stage we had a mouse in the house which was ugh, which was minging um and we also had a mushroom growing underneath the radiator because it leaked so yeah I know shocked faced wasn't the nicest of houses um but beyond all of that um it was the student hub Honestly, we had people around our house pretty much every single day. People would just rock up, knock on the door, come around for a cup of tea, um, come around for Peter's. Um, and they would just be like, are you in? I need a chat. We had film nights, we had um, kind of food nights, people came around for parties. Um, and actually, it didn't matter what the place looked like. It was the, cr- the culture and the community that we built in that place. Um, So I want to encourage you um, to look at what your house or your flat and what that looks like. How are you being hospitable to people, um, to each other? Um, Are you having each other around for dinner? Are you cooking together? Are you eating? Are you um, like watching TV together? Um, And having said that, actually, it's really good to have people around for food and to sit and chat. Something I love about a dining room table is that you can sit opposite someone and you can just chat, no phones, no TV, um, you, and now you, those times for me are real times of um, encounter with my friend and finding out about their day. Um, my friendships have grown a lot when we've sat around a table and we've just been with each other with food, not worried about our phones or about our TVs um and so how are you doing on invitation how are you inviting people around your house how are you inviting people into the day-to-day bits of your life um, <clears throat> we're in the season of Christmas now almost I don't know how many days it is till the first December 28th today so how many two three days to December not long. Um, and this for me is one of the most exciting times of the whole year for us as Christians because um, we get to tell our friends about Jesus. And we don't have to be kind of like, oh, okay, so there's this person called Jesus that I follow and I really love. And it'd be a bit awkward. But we're like, this is Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas. Everyone knows about Christmas. I want to tell you why I celebrate Christmas. This is what Christmas actually means. Um, and I know that you've got, um, is it a Christmas showcase coming up? Um, There we go, 14th. Um, Like, how are you in inviting your friends to that? Inviting the people that you live next to, that you live under and beneath and uh, above and all of that. How are you doing in inviting people uh, to things that involve Christmas? Um, At Holy Trinity, we've been... um, encourage as a staff team to invite people um to the things that we're putting on um, and actually i've really learned over the years that invitation can be really difficult um, and a lot of the time i've said people's no for them i've said no i'm not going to invite them i don't think they'll come it's not really their thing they won't really like it and before i know it i've just said no for them and i haven't actually given them the opportunity to say no or actually say yes and um, and so i just wanted to encourage you to ask your friends um to come along to the showcase um to find out about Christmas and um, be bold in saying to them can I just like tell you about Christmas and what Christmas means and like you know I'm a Christian you know what that means to me how big a part of my life that is um can I just tell you in the Bible where it says about Jesus' birth um, and what that means um because an invitation, you never know how how that person will take it. You never know what that invitation might do for that person. Um, I think I saw a video probably many years ago now. Um, and it started off with basically one person sharing their faith with another person. Um, and the video then showed how nothing really happened there. But then this girl, she then met somebody else who said something else to her. And then later on she met somebody else who said something else Um, and so actually all of these people had a part to play in this girl she eventually came to faith um and it all started with just them talking so you might not see your friends say yes or become christians um, while you're here at university um, but you can definitely have a part in telling them who jesus is and you might be one of those steps on their journey for them coming to faith um One of the students in our community, who's now on our leadership team. Um, He came last year because his housemate literally kept saying, so I'm going to church, do you wanna come? I'm going to church, do you wanna come? And he was, I think a bit like, okay, fine, yep, I'll come. And he did, and he's now Christian and now on our leadership team because she was persistent in her questions, persistent in her invitation. Um, So I just wanna finish by um, that Bonhoeffer um, quote. So it said, the person who loves their dream of community will destroy community but the person who loves those around them will create community. So it's amazing to have a dream for what a community looks like. Um, but if we use the word community as a buzzword, we're probably destroying it. We're probably killing what community actually is. But if we actually get on and do it, if we love those people around us, we will create community. We will create a place that people want to come into. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, um, like I, what I see from, from kind of, someone who's not involved in imprint just how well you guys are doing at like being community to how well you are doing at um, just loving people and um, just the fact of how much imprint has grown from when it first started just shows that one that God is at work um, and two that you are investing in it um, and investing in it you are loving people how Jesus loved them um, and getting them involved and um, so if it's okay with you I would love to pray for you and um, so if I can ask you just to stand um, and I'm just going to pray for you as a community. So Father God, I just thank you for um, every single person in this room and Father, I just thank you for the community that they represent. Um, Father, I thank you for the community of Imprint, but also the communities in their houses, um, on their courses, uh, around where they live. Um, Father, I thank you that they are Jesus's little Jesuses um, in the places that they are, that they're your hands and feet um, on this earth. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you fill them afresh this evening. Um, Holy Spirit, would you just inspire them uh, to love people well? Um, Would you just inspire them to share their life um, with their friends and those people around them? Would you inspire them to honor those people around them, to honor their leaders, to honor their friends? Um, And God, would you just inspire them to go that extra mile for their friends, um, that actually they would be filled with joy when their day is a bit disjointed, when their day is put out of place because they've really shown love to somebody, when they've put someone else's needs before their own. And Holy Spirit, I pray this community will grow because of the love they have for you and the love that they have for their friends. Holy Spirit would you just plant uh, people in their minds for them to um, go away and just say thank you to or just tell them what a great job that they're doing Um, and God I pray that you'll continue just to to be with them that they know um, that as they follow you that um, that you don't leave them in those awkward situations you don't leave them in their awkward conversations but you are with them in everything that they do. God would you give them boldness for conversations they have during Christmas would you give them boldness in um, giving an opportunity for their friends to come to church and their friends to come to something related to uh, Christmas this Christmas time and God I pray that we see people come to faith because of these guys boldness because that they have stepped out in faith of um, just excitement and knowing what you will do So Holy Spirit, I ask that you just fill each and every single person in here um, and the rest of imprint that isn't here tonight. God, would you bless them and whatever they're doing, wherever they are, um, with their exams, with their deadlines, um, with the stresses and strains of life that they have. Holy Spirit, I pray that you fill them afresh this evening um, and that they know you present with them in your name. Amen. you can sit down now um did anybody have any questions that they wanted to ask at all I apologize I have gone on for a little bit longer than I planned to um I just love like talking about community because I think it's so important um, but does anyone have any questions or anything that I can give any thoughts on so i think naturally i'm probably also slightly an awkward person um but that doesn't kind of necessarily help that almost sometimes makes like situations a bit more awkward because i'm like i can feel the awkwardness and i'm slightly awkward as well um but actually what i think is really important that um for me what i do in those times and when i know it's going to be awkward um is i've just actually prayed before i kind of have this conversation i'm like god can you just give me the words to say here can you just give me the thing that I need to say to this person um, and I also have got to the stage now where I'm okay with a bit of awkwardness um, because I'm like awkward doesn't hurt anybody Um, it's kind of just momentarily um, especially when I said earlier you ask those questions and then you've got another little bank of questions and then when you're like out of questions it's then like okay Um, and so I think sometimes it's just being okay with that but knowing that you need to have those conversations anyway don't let the fact that it will be awkward put you off um because there are countless kind of students the first time that I've met that like they're really quiet and I'm like okay you'll give me one word answers like there's not much for me to go on um but I've just kind of loved them anyway and just gone with what the situation has been um so I've not let awkwardness like kind of put me off but like persevere in it that's all the time um i find all the time i'm having conversations with people um that are Say like I'm approaching a subject about them, uh, for instance, like they're sleeping with their boyfriend or their girlfriend in that kind of circumstance. Um, and it's kind of me preparing myself. Like, I know the situation's going to be awkward. They're not going to ask, want me to ask them the questions. Um, but because I'm OK with it being awkward silence, bit of tumbleweed moment, um, that I'm just still going to ask it anyway. And it's also reassuring someone that you're not judging them, but you're saying it out of love. Um, and so I'm like, I really love you and I really want the best for you. And I know that the life you're living now is not what God's best is for you. Um, and I really want to help you and support you in that. Um, and so when you're talking to someone that's about something that's quite challenging, um, and the, but you want to keep them accountable because accountability is good. Um, it's just making sure that they know that they're loved and they're not judged, that they're not condemned for what's going on, but actually you're there to just really love them and support them. Um, vulnerable first um so that was someone challenged me on that several years ago um i think i was just going through a really difficult time and someone's like but do you do realize your students don't know that you're going through this difficult time so they can't support you and i was like "Hmm, yeah um, and so i had to be really brave because it was something that was um like personal to me so i had to be brave in being vulnerable um but when you're a leader um there are definitely you have to um be wise in how you're vulnerable Uh, you cannot just go and share everything but actually you have to be I'm going to be vulnerable here um, but I know that I need to be vulnerable to to this point if I share this this is inappropriate Um, but it started with me being vulnerable and me being like I'm really rubbish right now this is what's going on for me I need your help I need your support Um, and in that I then had students being like I'm also going through this and this is going on for me and so when you're like vulnerable first, Um, people see that and then they're vulnerable back. And it takes a lot. Being vulnerable is really tough. Um, So I think that depending on maybe your personality, what might be different. Um, So sometimes it works when uh, you're friends and you know that you can talk about those nitty gritty things um, and you can be really honest with those people that are really closest to you. but also sometimes I found just finding a group of you that all wanna do the same thing, as in you all wanna be accountable to each other. Like you have a desire to be like, we need to do this, this is good. Um, and just getting together um, and just working out. Um, and it could be that you're all really different. Um, but if it, if accountability is something that you all want to do, um, it will happen a lot easier than if one of you is a bit like, not for me, but you're kind of trying to do it. Um, so just find those people that it works naturally with, I think works best, um, but be persistent in it, um, because I think accountability is, can be really difficult, um, and it can be uh, something that we don't want to do, because being accountable for our actions sometimes is like, yeah, I know I you know, shouldn't have done that the other day, and I don't want to be accountable for that, but actually get with people that you know that you can pick them up and be like, come on, like let's raise the bar um, to what we live in. I don't know if that kind of answers it or not. That is a very good question. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a genius or like the best at doing this, um, but in my role, I've definitely had several students who I found uh, really difficult to love because, like I say, when you kind of sometimes they walk in the room and I'm like, mm, I know what they're gonna say. I don't want to hear it. Um, but God challenged me on it in that um, in just to to get to get over myself if that makes sense um so actually god really loves that person and god loves that person as much as he loves you um and so what is it about me that i cannot get over to love that person about them and and sometimes it is literally doing the absolute opposite of what we want to do um and you know if you don't want to hang hang out with that person saying to yourself right well i'm going to ask them out for a coffee And I'm just going to get to know them Um, and just be countercultural with what you actually want to do. If you don't want to speak to them, make yourself speak to them Um, because that's the only way I think you can truly love someone. You can't love someone by ignoring them and pretending they'll go away. Um, But actually speaking to them, getting to know them um, and just learning how to love people in those difficult situations is key. It's really important, but it is really difficult. Mm. Yeah um that's a really good question um I think depending on who you are and your personality and you know who those kind of friends or acquaintances you know they are um but look for one person that you think that you can be vulnerable with um and sometimes it might take a chance it might be like well I'm just going to try it and I'm just going to be that vulnerable person first and see what happens um I'm gonna kind of put myself out on a limb and see what I get in return um because finding those friendships is really difficult um, and I'm just I feel like at the minute kind of in different people that I speak to and different people um within the church friendships at the minute I feel like is something that's really key and really important um and Uh, going through like your late teens and early 20s to mid 20s I think is one of the most difficult kind of times of life because everything is changing friendships are changing um you've just kind of you've met this person that you kind of get on with and then they're moving and then you're like okay so what's going on um so my one of my I say my last friend not my last friend but like my last closest friend is moving away at the weekend and now I'm at that situation where I'm like okay so I'm in Leicester I'm going to be in Leicester for the foreseeable future Um, who around me can I like meet with and just start those conversations just to get to know a bit better um, and see if I can be more vulnerable with them so I think it's just a case of of seeing who those friends might be um and chancing it yeah 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 um like go to Jesus like and I think again, from personal experience, when I haven't done that, I've just become a bit of a mess because I'm like, this person just doesn't like me. They're throwing it back in my face and what am I going to do? Um, and actually, I just need to go to Jesus because he's the one that's going to be there. Um, and making, at that time, my relationship with Jesus a priority. Um, and also asking God for him to show you people. So there could be someone in your life that you think, I'm never gonna really be friends with them. I don't know if I'll ever open up to them, but God actually might say to you, they, they are gonna be a good person, they're gonna be a key person. And God knows you better than you know yourself. So if he says that, go with it. Um, but being hurt by friends and, kind of, and that is really difficult. Um, so find something that brings you joy, find something that brings you, you life um, and then you'll get back on track. How do you love people that hurt people that you love? Wow. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is really key, really difficult, um, and but really, really, really important. Um, so, for, so, for instance, I, I don't want to keep talking stories about myself, but sometimes it's helpful. Um, so my cousin's, like, kind of marriage broke up like several years ago now um, because of his now ex-wife and uh, as a family we really struggled because they have a son together and it's like okay like this situation has happened because of your because of your actions and it's like and you could see the hurt that it was causing not just my cousin but our whole family Um, and it has taken different members of the family different amounts of time um, to accept it and accept her um but it's all come through forgiveness um and through being like again Jesus loves her as much as he loves me he sees her as he sees me um and the situation that she had created caused a lot of hurt but it's like I need to forgive her for that um because if the if I have unforgiveness the only person it's hurting is myself like it has nothing on her she doesn't you know she won't know that um and having unforgiveness then just festers and just builds anger and resentment and just really bitter feelings um and so we had to f- we had to really forgive her it took a it took a t- like amount of time um but actually really true forgiveness um is really key in that yeah um definitely I think forgiveness is definitely. It's almost like one of those words that's like thrown around, isn't it? Forgiveness, forgiveness. But actually when you get down to the nitty-gritty of what forgiveness is, it's actually really hard to do. Um and I don't know if you've like come across situations where you're like, I think I've forgiven them. Yeah, I've definitely forgiven them. You've seen them and then you're like, oh, definitely not forgiven them. And then like you go around again, you're like, No, definitely forgiven them. You seem like, Oh no, it's still that's still there. Um but actually that shows that forgiveness is ongoing um that you have to constantly constantly forgive somebody um and uh because you might forgive somebody and then they do something else and you're like okay I've got to forgive that um and then okay I've got to forgive that I've got to forgive that um but it's really important that we that we do that I almost feel like forgiveness really needs to be a daily thing um and it needs to be something that we consciously do um Because there are definitely people in my life that I'm like, yeah, I've definitely forgiven you. Um, And then they'll just say something. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, here we are again, Lord. Lord, I do forgive them. Um, And it's just asking for God's help in that. Asking for God's help because we can't forgive them. Only Jesus can help us forgive them. Um, And also just um, for some things it's getting to the root of what it is as to what you do need to forgive. Sometimes it could be something in your past um, that you need to forgive in order to be freed from and have healing from um, that will actually um, free you from the situation that you're currently in with a certain person. Um, And so it's constantly just asking God, what are you saying in this? Who do I need to forgive? What do I need to forgive? Um, Is there any unforgiveness in me that I'm not aware of? Um, And letting God do that work. No. No. I definitely think it, it doesn't have to, because as people, we change situations change. um, And it could mean that we're trying to then hold on to a certain, a certain thing that's kind of happened, a certain friendship or how that friendship was, but actually as people, we change. And so our friendships change. Um, And so it's knowing that you have forgiven them um, and that you've truly forgiven them. And being like that. But that's okay that our situation or our friendship has not gone back to what it was like at the beginning. Um, But being okay that it's different and then navigating how it is there. Um, Because all friendships, and like I say, I think like this stage of life, and I'm still in this stage of life, um, it's really difficult to navigate friendships and navigate forgiveness. um, Because so much happens. um, And people come and go. Friendships change, um we change our situation changes um but it's it's key to forgive, but it's also an understanding that things change as we forgive um and not getting stuck on what it used to be.
0: All right, let's give out one more time for he has been blessed yeah. Yeah. oh i need I need to see those hands a bit, huh. If you've been blessed, give me two, two arms, two arms. Yeah, lovely stuff, lovely stuff.